0: many people have so many incredible ideas and I'm always perplexed by people that I meet that have these incredible ideas yet they don't do anything with them. It's such a challenge and it's so different but it's so rewarding in so many different ways and it really takes your entire life in a very different direction in a positive direction.
1: Coming up, Ariane talks with handbag designer and entrepreneur Stephanie Johnson next on Change Nation from first30days.com. This Change Nation podcast is sponsored by Energizer. Get a free Stephanie Johnson cosmetic bag with purchase by mail while supplies last during the month of October. Visit www.energizer.com slash for more details.
2: Could you build a business around a cosmetic bag? Well, if you're Stephanie Johnson, you certainly can. In 2000, she said goodbye to a high-paying, prestigious telecom job to take a chance on a business idea that she was passionate about. To date, she sold nearly two million bags, and the Stephanie Johnson line of cosmetics bag is carried in more than 500 upscale stores nationwide. Today on Change Nation, I'm talking to Stephanie about how she conquered the fear of change from being an executive to a cosmetic bag industry leader all the while having a baby and also working to promote awareness with Energizer for National Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you. Before we talk about how involved you are with Energizer and Breast Cancer Month, I wanted to ask you a little bit about this change that you made, very brave, courageous change from being a, an executive and probably a pretty safe job to making a pretty dramatic shift to becoming an entrepreneur. How was that change? How did it start? How were you feeling?
0: Well, um, you know, I had worked for the phone company actually for 13 years. And so I had kind of assumed that that was something that I would just do forever and I had a great job. And the reality was I wasn't very happy. Um, It wasn't something that I had chosen to do. It just kind of had fallen in my lap, and I was good at what I was doing. And, but the whole corporate identity wasn't really my identity, and it took me some time to figure out that I really needed to do something on my own. I didn't know what that was, um, and I, I was scared, frankly, to leave a job that had a lot of security and that I had been with for so long, and I didn't really have a lot of support from friends or family who thought, you know you're crazy to even entertain the idea of leaving um, such a great corporate job that um, you know so many of my parents' friends would be would be thrilled to have the kind of job that I had at such an early age. Um, so I, I had decided that I needed to work on my own. I didn't know what it was. Finally, through my travels, I'm a great traveler, love to travel. Um, I came up with the idea of cosmetic bags. I had seen some actually in Thailand, um, a a sort of bag line made from a a local fabric company there. They were all made of silk, and I thought, these are really interesting. Maybe I could import these. They're so beautiful. Um, Maybe we could import these, and this would be an idea for a business. And as it turns out, they had no interest in exporting. So I thought, okay, um, I'll use that as a spark of an idea. And if you really think about it, so many people are out there buying luggage and handbags, but cosmetic bags, not so much. You know, they'll get a gift with purchase or they'll um, have a Ziploc bag. So I thought, why not? When I travel, I want all of my things to be organized. I want to be in my bathroom and have everything lined up, organized, have it match. And so that's kind of where the idea came from. And um, I slowly, while working, started to research Um Changing,
2: changing gears. I love it. It's one of those ideas that I'm sure people go, gosh, I wish I'd had that idea. It's, it's obvious, but it's really not obvious. Stephanie, what were some of the challenges or even mistakes that you made in the beginnings of starting this business? I think so many times we look at someone like you and we only see success. Um, what were some of the more difficult, challenging things that came up at the beginning?
0: Hmm so funny, I never really focus on the difficult, so I'll have to give that a minute of thought. But um, I think the, the most difficult thing was actually making the shift, getting myself in the mindset that I can actually work for myself and I could actually earn a living, because um, that in, a, in and of itself is is a really scary thing to go from a corporate job where you have a guaranteed paycheck to you have no income, um, and you're really trying to start things on your own, which is very scary. And that's probably the the biggest challenge out of the gate was just wrapping my head around the idea that
2: I could do this. Stephanie, here's another another way of maybe thinking about this. For people who are entrepreneurs or, or would love to be entrepreneurs who might be listening to this, what do you know now that you wish someone had told you right at the beginning? Just do it. (laughs) just do
0: it so many people have so many incredible ideas and i'm always perplexed by people that i meet that have these incredible ideas yet they don't do anything with them and i think that's about staying in your comfort zone and again having a, a fear to sort of jump ship and and go out into the unknown um just do it um that would be the, you know, the biggest thing. It's such a challenge, and it's so different, but it's so rewarding in so many different ways. And it really takes your entire life in a very different direction, in a positive direction. Um, but if you've got any ideas and you're entertaining the thought of being an entrepreneur and working for yourself, yes, you can do it. Um, but I'd be careful about how I did it. You know, my advice would be to sort of um, really do your due diligence. And whatever your idea is run it by a lot of people get their thoughts how do they feel about it do they think it's a viable idea and um, just take it one step at a time but absolutely pursue it and um, just do it
2: I know there was one article I read before the show that said that you had trouble convincing some people of your concept at the beginning and I'm curious what made the shift? What was the strategy that you used that actually finally worked to get this thing flying?
0: Well, I guess because we are sort of pioneers in cosmetic bags, meaning, like I said earlier, cosmetic bags were usually the thing that you got as a gift with purchase, um, or you just used a Ziploc bag to carry your things. So... I think that the idea of an entire line built around bags to carry your toiletries and cosmetics was a new one. And there weren't really that many people um, that were doing that. So you had to really convince stores that this was a giftable item, that this is a necessity, um, and that people are are really going to... um, you know, this is something that they need and that they're going to like. But again, it was it was a bit of a sales job at the beginning. People, I don't think realized what it was. I remember doing the shows and they'd see these bags. And my first collection was pink and blue, so you know that was that was a mistake. <laughs> uh, there's a mistake because everyone thought it was baby stuff, baby bags, baby you know things. Um, so I would say um, that that was that was
2: a mistake, getting back to your mistake question, but... um, Stephanie, did you find that it took a lot longer than you expected? I know so many of us as entrepreneurs, we expect things are going to fly within a few months.
0: Well, I think that you definitely have to understand that nothing happens overnight, and for me, I'm actually wary of anything that happens overnight. Um, You know, we built things sort of one brick at a time very slowly and it was slow at the beginning and it was disappointing at the beginning because you've created something, you've gone out into the marketplace with it and for me, like I said, it was a sales job to even explain to people what this item was and why they needed to have it um, but it, it definitely is a slow process and I think you have to be prepared for that both financially and mentally um, but understand that People you know, need time to understand what your product is, you need time to market it and get it out there so people are even aware that you have this product.
2: Stephanie, one more question as an entrepreneur, because I think you you're probably someone a lot of people can sort of look to for, for advice. Did you have more of a fear of success, a fear of failure? Did you have what was your dominant fear that might have been kind of running through this period? Um, I
0: definitely, it's funny, I never did a business plan, and I think part of the never doing a business plan part was if I had actually put a business plan together, then I'd be expected, I'd be expected to achieve something. So I think that there was um, a definite fear of success. The fear of failure I had kind of, um, you know, buffered by not doing business plan. So the idea of failing didn't really exist because I didn't put anything out there as a goal. I just really put one foot in front of the other. Um, But I think there was a huge fear of success, um, which I never really understand mentally what that is, but um, I think that I definitely suffered from it.
2: (laughs) In in the midst of all this success you've had, you also recently had a little baby girl. So congratulations. Yes, thank you. What was that change like from going to being a business owner and also being a working mother?
0: Um, difficult transition. Um, different. Um, I found that for me, you know, I've spent the last 10 years nurturing a business, nurturing that idea and um, you know, really taking it from its infancy. And so I'm sort of doing that now with my daughter. And right now the focus really is on her and um, at the same time trying to balance my other baby, my business. So, um, you know, it's it's been a challenge, but I'm definitely up for, you know, for what it's bringing me um, in every way. And just I think it's the balancing act of how to continue to be successful in business. The one thing it's brought me, the biggest gift that she's brought me, other than just having her in my life, is um, a new sense of creativity. Um, I don't know, having a child has now got me thinking about, of course, a baby line extension and, you know, all of these other um, ideas and avenues that I can start taking my business in.
2: It's beautiful. This is Change Nation from 1st 30 dayscom We'll be right back in just a moment.
1: This Change Nation podcast is sponsored by Energizer. Get a free Stephanie Johnson cosmetic bag with purchase by mail while supplies last during the month of October. Visit www.energizer.com coman for more details.
2: Welcome back to Change Nation. I'm Ariane, and I'm speaking with Stephanie Johnson. She's a founder and entrepreneur, a very successful entrepreneur, I might add, And also has teamed up this month with Energizer. I wanted to ask you a little bit about why you decided to team up with Energizer and the Komen Foundation. And what our our listeners um, can do and know, because I believe there's some sort of a a promotion in here as well.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, I've always been very interested in women's issues. And um, I've always wanted to team up with Susan G. Komen. Actually, over the last couple of years, it's something that we've really wanted to do, and it didn't really materialize until we were approached by Energizer. And as soon as Energizer approached us to do this promotion, we jumped on the opportunity. Um, I don't know how much you already know about it, but what's wonderful is that we've produced a bag for Energizer, and you can send in, you're going to redeem Um, Every time you buy an energy pack, you're going to redeem a coupon to receive one of these bags. And every time you do that, Energizer's going to donate a dollar to the Susan G. Komen for the cure.
2: It's beautiful. So if people want to participate in this, what they need to do specifically?
0: Well, they need to go out to their local stores and they need to buy Energizer batteries. And with every purchase of three Energizer battery packs, Um, They're going to have the opportunity to get a bag and in exchange for that, um, help Susan G. Komen do their research.
2: Wonderful. And it starts now? It's sort of active now? For how long? Um, I believe through the month of October. Okay. And it's already started now? I believe it has, yes. Wonderful. Well, I'll make sure that we'll do it, and it's nationwide. Yes, absolutely. Wonderful. It's funny that you decided to team up with Energizer. I think you're a perfect uh, spokesperson for them because between having a baby, running a business, <laughs> keeping your head on straight and, you know, wanting to do something good for for breast cancer, where do you get your energy from? Where does it come from? What would you tell other other people who might be a bit low on energy? I'm laughing because
0: I did not even think of that <laughs> and I, you're absolutely on target with that. Um I don't know where my energy comes from. Um, I'm a pretty clean liver. <laughs> um, you know. I, I, I don't drink, and I don't smoke, and I exercise, and I enjoy life, and I love to wake up and um, get going with the sun. I walk five miles every morning. and um, I don't know. I'm a multitasker. I'm interested in everything. I enjoy everything, and um, I, I guess I'm just lucky that I've got this energy source that
2: comes to me. <laughs> it's beautiful. Stephanie, does anyone close to you have breast cancer? Was it a particular cause that was important to you for another reason?
0: Um, no one specifically close to me has had breast cancer. However, um, my grandmother did die of cancer and my husband's mother died of cancer. Um, we named our daughter after his mother. and um, But breast cancer specifically, no.
2: Is that something that Energizer has always been committed to? Has this been one of their primary causes?
0: It has been, absolutely. Um, I believe it's the fifth year that Energizers partnered with Susan G. Komen. Um, so we're just happy that in this fifth year, they've decided to partner with us.
2: And Stephanie, for the people who don't know, because I did not, who is Susan G. Komen and why? why? what is her legacy, and how did this foundation start?
0: Um, Susan G. Komen was a woman who had been diagnosed with breast cancer at an early age. Um, I believe she was 30, early 30s, um, and died relatively there after being diagnosed. Um, And her sister is the one who made the foundation basically to bring awareness to women about breast cancer and how you can be diagnosed at it at any time. And I think it was a beautiful thing for her to do in her sister's name.
2: And the foundation's existed for many years? Um, I believe they were incepted in
0: 1982, so, yeah.
2: And I know I was reading something. They've raised an enormous amount of money.
0: Uh, Over a billion dollars, I believe. Yeah,
2: beautiful thing. Stephanie, you personally have gone through an enormous amount of of change in a relatively short period of time, and I think change right now is sort of the word of the year, and more and more people are facing relationship changes and health changes and career changes. The country's
0: facing some big changes.
2: Financial changes, especially right now. Is there anything you think that makes you good at change?
0: Um, I I think it's important not to fight change because change happens for a reason. We don't always know what it is. We don't know why it's come into our life. So I think to really just go with it and understand that that change has been presented to you for some reason. I'm a firm believer that if there's changes that need to be made in your life, if you don't initiate those changes, the universe is going to initiate them for you, and it's going to be a lot harder if the universe does it. So um, I'd say embrace the change because it's always going to bring something.
2: Beautiful. You are, are right in line with so much of what we believe here at The First 30 Days. Stephanie, thank you for this interview. Thanks for your beautiful bags and, and also all the inspiration. Thank you. For more information on Stephanie Johnson and also to buy her beautiful bags, visit stephaniejohnson.com and that's S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E-J-O-H-N-S-O-N.com. You've been listening to an interview with Stephanie Johnson on Change Nation. For more fascinating interviews and inspiration, please be sure to check in with us online at first30days.com. Thanks for listening.
1: Thanks for listening to Change Nation from First30days.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes in the Society and Culture section under Philosophy. Remember to take time to leave us feedback about the show. We'd love to know what you think. Change Nation is a production of the First 30 Days Incorporated. Copyright 2008. All rights reserved.